Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day, Doug Gottlieb Show. Broadcast live every day. Every single day. From the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, Jeff Saturday was, um, was an ESPN... NFL analyst, like up until today, and now he's the interim head coach of the Colts. I'll give you my thoughts in a second. Uh, by the way, the Colts, of course, got uh, blown out by the Patriots yesterday. On Saturday, 
he was on a, um, was this an indie radio station? And he had this to say about the Colts issues. He's definitely not a mail it in guy. As far as where he sits and, and the frustrating part, I'm assuming for Frank is that in the biggest moments, his best players have not made the plays. As a coach, you try to get your guys in the right spot to do the right thing. And so as we all heap on what, what's going on with Frank, you know, we, we have to be thoughtful of the other of the other guys as well. But I'm just saying in general, from a guy who continues to bring ideas to the table, um, that's got to be tough, you know, and I haven't been in his position, but I can't imagine that being a – um, you know, an, an easy thing to keep going over, but you know they got to figure it out. They got to find a way, and you know you you, you got to get the most out of your guys. And so I, I'm, I'm sure the frustration is at an all time high, and and uh, disappointment you know aligns with that. So I, you know I, I can't imagine where they're feeling today. Uh, okay, well the feeling today is uh, that Jeff Saturday is their new head coach, new head coach. Um, let me give you my thoughts, and I'll go around the room and get everybody else's thoughts. Uh, obviously there's a tinge of bias to it because I've talked to colleges about coaching in college basketball and I haven't coached in college basketball before. Right. And so you always get the, well, I don't know what he's doing. And, and my thought there and coaching college basketball is different than coaching the NFL, but probably coaching the NFL and coaching college basketball are maybe the, uh, there's, there's a lot of similarities there. A lot of similarities there, but regardless of it. So I'm, I'll admit a, a, a bit of bias. I, I don't know why you fired Frank other than at some point, it can't just be the quarterbacks. It can't just be injuries. It can't just be this. It can't just be that. And Ballard would probably be the guy who's next, right? You kind of work your way up. You get rid of different quarterbacks. You get rid of different players. They, you know, the off, the defense coordinator left and took the Bears job. The offensive coordinator was fired a couple weeks ago. At what point do you not fire the coach? And this was the point. But hiring Jeff Saturday feels far more risky than it actually is. But it also feels far more interesting and risky than when they hired Frank Reich. And, and here's the thing. Um, my belief is, and this is my belief with Steve Nash as well. You play center, you play point guard, you play catcher. You're, you actually have more impact in the game. You have a greater understanding for all the things going on in game than coaches do. In game than coaches do. Now, can you relate to your players? Can you put them in the right situation? I do think in the NBA, it's different because... Now, in addition to all the other things you have to do as coach, you know, you got to sub, you got to call the right plays. You got to deal with egos. I mean, really you're dealing with egos and you're, you're, you're doing all this other stuff. Um, in basketball, yes, in college basketball, you may, you're, you're dealing with those, the egos in college basketball, you're dealing with parents, administrators, whatever in football, you do have coordinators. You do have people that, can help you out. You have to have people. And what you have to do as a head coach is galvanize them all so that they work together for a common goal. And so that the offensive guys works for the defensive guys and vice versa. And that you have a little bit different vision. You have a little bit different voice. You have a way of communicating with each individual player. What's paramount in your success is a couple of things. You have to have talent. 
You have to create a culture. You have to have a, a, um, a list of coaches that are all pulling in the same direction. And then you have to have the support from the front office or from ownership, whatever, and make it all work together. And knowing all those people and knowing who your boss is and every relationship and being kind of a legendary figure, all those things help you. I'm getting away around to saying like, okay, so their season was going nowhere. They obviously need a new quarterback. Taking a risk on a guy who's played there, been successful there. Granted, hasn't been assistant coach, but I'm just going to tell you, when you work at a TV company and you're really in on your job, not everybody who covers football at ESPN or Fox is really into football. Not everyone who covers basketball is really into basketball. But Jeff Saturday is. If you do your job right, you're watching just as much, if not more film than anybody else. And unlike guys that are on staffs, you're not just watching the teams you're playing or, the, or your own team. You're watching everybody play. In many ways, it's more valuable. But if he fails, you go and get a legitimate coach in, a, you know, in two months. If he succeeds, you got yourself a great story. Dan Byer, what do you think? I'm sure you hate it. Do you hate it? Um, no, I, 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 I just don't think it has any bearing on. I, I don't think that Jeff Saturday's auditioning for the head coaching job. Just like I don't think that the Colts are really interested in surging in the second half of the season and making the playoffs. And your point about Chris Ballard is uh, one I agree with one hundred percent. I think he is next. I actually, Doug, think that if they would have, you know. Gus Bradley in the spot or, or whoever, that that maybe would have signified that, okay, maybe Ballard stays or at least they're going to try to, you know, try to make this last run. But I think that they're like with that move that they're punting. And listen, if you brought in a different coach, you're not going to sit there and change exactly what you've done, you know, that you've, what you've been the, the system that you've been practicing. So Saturday comes in, I think, to kind of straighten some stuff out. I know it's, pretty appalling uh to some that uh, certain guys weren't promoted but i just don't think that that's what they want um right or wrong i think he's just going to come in oversee stuff yeah. and then they're going to move on and come early to mid-january uh they'll probably have a head start on who they want to hire both probably in their gm and likely head coaching position so i don't hate it i know it's 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 shocking i don't think it's a great move i don't think it's a, colts have got something here i just think that they're punting on the season and that's their way of doing so i i agree with you i also think you said something really really good which is yes there's guys they could have promoted but let's just be honest okay if you're the running backs coach like cadillac williams was promoted at, at auburn from running backs coach to head coach you're no longer doing your job right a head coach's job is very different and and, um, you know, if he was the play caller or even Gus Bradley, right? Like if, if you think Gus Bradley does a good job and you want him, you think he's got a shot to be a head coach, but taking him away from being a defense court means you have to find a new defensive coordinator. And at this point in the season, they're going to run the same thing you're running. You're not changing what you're doing. So I actually think it's, it, it is like what you're saying. Like he's a, just a placeholder. They're going to get somebody they really want to be a head coach. They want to see how it goes. Is there the outside chance that he gets the job? Sure. Sure. You got to like, if they go to run here, you got to at least go, all right, maybe. But in the meantime, he's kind of doing a solid, getting a little experience 
yeah. from, a, from the from the franchise he played for. And and if you are if you are if you are promoted, is is that the the gig that you want to be promoted to? With that team, with your star running back injured, no offensive line. Um, as you mentioned, there's going to be a question on who's calling the plays since you've you know Reich's gone. You fired your offensive coordinator. Um, a, a week or so ago, like is this the is this the spot that you want to take your you know opportunity for the eight games and show what you can do? I don't know if it is. I, you know, I mean, uh, how good can this final stretch of the season be for the Colts? Uh, well, I mean, I think the argument for why to take it would be what happened with um, Dan Campbell, who's now in in De- in Detroit, and they got the win. Remember, he took he was the tight ends coach. He was the interim with Miami, and suddenly now, then he had some head coaching experience and really helped him in terms of the cycle. He, he wasn't didn't immediately go from that to being a head coach, but it definitely changed where he was. And I'm sure Jeff is probably like, he's always kind of kicked the idea of going into coaching, coaching high school football one year. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, all right, well, come and see if you like it. And you got plenty of coaches, they'll do what they do, and you just help them. That's it. Makes sense to me. I think well. the signing of Matt Ryan was a much worse or the trading for a Matt Ryan was the much worse uh deal than hiring Jeff Saturday for these last eight games. Jason Stewart, you hate everything. Do you hate this as well? I'm I'm more interested, uh it fascinates me because I immediately went to the like what was the last NFL head coach that went right into coaching without having any experience? I think there's been that I don't remember the last NFL head coach that went from broadcasting to head coaching. I know Alex Cora and Aaron Boone did it in in baseball. I want to say like maybe Steve Kerr or something in basketball, but to me that's what fascinates me is that uh, he's going to be entering something this week that he has literally never once done, and he has to like learn – like when I started this job, like – I knew radio, I knew you, I knew content was going to rule the day, but I had to like learn how to do the little things and it bogs you down and you and you can get very overwhelmed. I'm just wondering what his first week and and the at, you know, at Colts headquarters is going to be this week. It, it's interesting to me. I don't hate it or love it. Kind of- uh, I I it's, it, it's interesting to me as well. What about you, John Ramos? What do you think? What's that line that says like, you know, as an NFL analyst you're undefeated? Right. Or, or you don't coach you're undefeated because I mean, I don't, it's egregious to me. It's, it's, it's one of my pet peeves of just, I don't know where like, Hey, you want to coach a team? Like, come on in. Like what? I don't even, I, I, I do agree with you and Dan though. in the fact that it's probably just a placeholder. And in that sense, if you look at it that way, then I, I understand. It's like, Hey, let's just finish out the season. I feel bad for the Colts fans that they're just punting away the rest of their year. Um, but if that case, it's fine. But in 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 the sense that when I first heard this, I was like, "That's unbelievable!" Like I, I couldn't believe it. It was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like you just grabbing a guy from the NFL booth, like, "Hey, come on in and coach and coach a team." I, what about the players? I mean, I guess since he played, I, I, they may yeah. be somewhat respectful of it. But it's kind of like, <laughs> I mean, why don't we grab Tony Romo next? He's, he knows all the plays before they happen. I, I'm telling you, I I, th- I think you're looking at this wrong, John. I, you know, like, maybe I'm just too angry this, right now. What are you angry about? <laughs> this also hold on, hold on. What, let's 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 talk this thing out, John. What are you angry about? I'm. I just think it's it's a slap in the face of of. I mean, there wasn't one. You're telling me there wasn't one guy in the coaching staff that they could have went to and said, "Hey, 
We're going to release the head coach. We released him. We think you may be a good channel. It's just a placeholder right Bradley, now. Gus Bradley has been a head yeah, coach. John so. Fox is a, took a team to a Super Bowl, and he's a special assistant. He could have been that guy. I would say that Saturday is Ursay loves him. Really bright guy. Pretty obvious Ursay watches ESPN. It's like, oh, this guy. And, and uh, centers are, if not the, always in the top three or four most respected guys in the locker room. They're really smart. They're not the, they're not the genetic giants of their le- left tackle brethren. Right? They're not like freaks of nature. They're usually kind of self-made guys. They're a lot like backup quarterbacks, and the league is filled with backup quarterbacks as coaches. Um, I think if you play 15 years in the NFL at center, you know more than every coach on that staff. You just do. Because you've lived it. Centers run the offensive line room. Centers have a relationship, a unique relationship, obviously, with the quarterback, but also offensive coordinator. They know all the blocking schemes, all of that stuff. And you have to be able to kind of get along with everybody in the room. Linemen are the best. I'm just telling you, like, if you want a good hang, hang with the linemen. Okay. If if I told you, Doug, right now, I don't believe the Colts will win another game the rest of the season. Would that bother? Would that be a bothersome thing to say? Like, would you expect that? Are you? Would you tell me? Well, they're not looking to win any more games. They're fine. They got. Would that? Or would that be something that you'd be like, wow, they probably should win a one or two. I don't believe they'll win another game the rest of the season. Would I'm looking like, at their schedule right now. Would you like to bet? Uh, sure. <laughs> Wager. I mean, sure, I mean, I don't think it's for entertainment, wager. for entertainment they play, they play purposes the Ra- only. They play the yeah. Raiders. Yeah. They play the Raiders who have lost their last two. Okay. Uh, then they play the Eagles. Yeah. Obviously, they're, they're, they're better than them. Yeah. And they play Pittsburgh at home. Right. You think Pittsburgh's better than them? Uh, I think they'll beat them. Yep. Okay. I like Dallas will beat them. I think Minnesota will beat them. I think the Chargers will beat them. And I think the Giants will beat them. Let's wager. What, what's the stakes? What do you, what do you, got, what do you got there, uh, John Ramos? Well, I mean, I'm going to wager like, you know, $1.9 billion like our lottery is going. <laughs> It's going right now. You should. But I don't know. <laughs> Gates, I win tonight. Two billion. Uh, <laughs> if, you win, if you win, I get a billion? <laughs> for entertainment purposes only. No, no, I don't want for entertainment purposes. I want to bet. No, no, I don't know. What, I don't, put your money where your mouth is, Put your Ramos. money where the mouth is, Ramos. 20 bucks. Can we do that on the air? Is that legal, Dan? I have no not idea. Not in California, it's okay. not. So okay. you, excuse me, I got to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> we have an emergency thing going on. That's what I keep saying for entertainment purposes only. As a legal binding. We'll see if that stands in court. <laughs> You're on. You're right. All right. Can, can, can I say one? Just two things you really can say quick. Say whatever you want, dude. No, Go yeah. <laughs> it's not like Jim Nance is taking over the Colts. Like, like, like. So when John's talking about a guy who's like in the media, it's not like your new head coach, Ian Eagle. You know, the like. It's. I mean, you know, as, to Doug's point of like who Jeff Saturday is and what Jeff Saturday is, uh, it makes sense. And again, for a team that has wasted picks and done stuff on old quarterbacks, this is a very, very plentiful draft coming up for quarterbacks. So if they do what John does and lose every game, I don't think that the Colts fans, and actually probably Jim Irsay, would be that disappointed. Correct. I, I, it's not like, yeah, yes, I, I thought it's not Jim Nance. They didn't pick a guy out of the, out of the street. 
You know, you picked a guy who knows the league, knows the team, knows the organization, knows the sport, and probably also knows all the coaches and knows who to stay out of their, their way and let them do their thing. I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with buyer on this one. I don't think it's an audition. Now, if they run off a couple and they look completely different, then maybe he becomes one. I just think he becomes the, the placeholder coach. So you are on John Ramos and I don't know why you're so angry. So angry. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day, sunny Southern California. Welcome. Welcome in. 
You know, we do this thing sometimes where we say, you know, it's like one team won and one te- or the one team lost, right? We very rarely say it's a little bit of both. I thought last night, and this is interesting, okay? Um, it's, <laughs> I've really tried to ha- do a good job this last week of having proper perspective. That That's what I've, I've tried to do is have proper perspective. And, and from proper perspective, what I mean is, um, look, I, I can't tell you that everything in my life is perfect or that there's things at my job that, I, that are exactly the way I want as I'm somebody who I always aim for more, more, more. And sometimes I'm not getting more, more, more. And oftentimes it's my own fault. And I'm not, I don't blame anybody else. Like I'm past that point. But I was, I was like having a moment of perspective. This is like last mid last week. I don't know if you guys ever had that. We're like, you know, end of the day, I, my own show pod. I really, and I'm not saying this cause you guys don't, I like really like the guys I work with and work for. And you know, I get to do enough games to where I'm happy. I get to do the final four for Westwood one. Like all of those things like, you know, it's not that bad. Things are pretty good. Could it be better? Sure. Is there more money to be made? Absolutely. Would I like to push for more and more? Yes. Yes. Yes, I would. Um, but end of the day, it, it, ain't, it ain't that rough. And I, and I think some of that, like last night, I was, I'm, on the, I'm on a plane flying from Houston to Orange County, um, flying to the Duke, and the plane has DirecTV. So I'm, and it, and it could not have been any more perfect in that it was, it's like a two and a half hour flight. And I caught, uh, the end of the first, I was watching the game. I get on the plane, the game is on. So I watched the entire Sunday night game. Great. Although the game stunk, but I'm watching the game and Brady gets the ball back. We had landed and we're rolling in and right then, and I don't know if you guys have ever watched like live TV on, but it gets to a point where it won't work anymore, even though there's no reason for it to not work anymore. And collectively pro- had to be of a plane of, I don't know, it wasn't a huge plane, 200 people, probably 50. And we're like, oh, and then, you know, as people are scurrying off the plane or you start, you turn to watch it on your phone and they're like, oh, Brady, Brady, you're not going to believe this. Brady threw a game winning touchdown pass. Now, there's a lot that goes into it. The Rams had the ball, had a chance to run out the clock. Couldn't do so. Couldn't do so. Then the Rams allowed Tampa to get out of bounds, which, you know, we're told, hey, keep him in bounds, keep him in bounds. I will say throwing the ball down the middle is not a terrible idea if you can spike it or if you have a timeout. You know, we always, everybody's like, well, you know, there's those tight windows trying to, because people keep you from throwing out of bounds. Throw it down the middle you know, get 20, 30 yards, whatever. Anyway, they get a pass interference on the one-yard line. He throws a touchdown. They win the game. Here's Tom Brady when he was asked about the the 100,000 yards for his career, that mark that he set last night. Career passing yards on top of that, you got a win tonight as well. How big was that and how much more exciting is that for you knowing that you guys were able to snap that losing streak? And of course you got that record. Yeah, it's all about the win, so it's all about the win, man. No one Yeah, never cared about that. It's all about the win. 
Do you guys think it was about the, the, the story of the game was Brady winning or the Rams losing? Um, I'll ask our noted Rams fan, John Ramos, in a second. Let me start with you, Dan Byer. What's the story? Yeah, I think it's uh, Brady winning the Buccaneers, uh, getting the win. Okay. Jason Stewart. I thought the Rams choked it. I thought the Rams uh, looked awful. I think Jalen Ramsey was right. Like, why is the defense on the field? Why did they have to go back on the field? They just stopped the GOAT from winning three minutes earlier. Why did they have to go back on the field? Here's Jalen Ramsey is, is saying, this is what J- Jason's talking about. Here's the Jalen Ramsey quote. The defense should not have went. had to go back on the field. Got to have some dogs who going to go get it. Be like, like, we shouldn't come to the sideline after a big stop like that. And, and our coaches or the other side or whoever telling us, man, y'all, we're going to need y'all one more time. We're going to need y'all one more time. Like, what the f- we just, we made a big stop. Turnover on downs with, with a minute and some change left. And, and no timeouts for, for nobody. You have some dogs like, man, all that. We gonna, we gonna end this game right now. It is what it is. It ain't the first time that this has happened. This has happened, you know, multiple times this year, really. Um, you can think it. You can know it. Doesn't mean you're not right. You can't say it. You can think it, you can know it, doesn't mean it's not right, you can't say it. Uh, I think, I, I look, I think the easy story is Brady going all uh, Britney Spears, oops, I did it again. But uh, the, the real story is the Rams. And, and by the way, like the Rams, remember last time they played at Raymond James Stadium, going back to last year in the playoffs, they had a gigantic lead they never really gave away. Gigantically. Jalen Ramsey has every right to be frustrated all he can. I mean, you have every right. You can't say that. But this is this is what happens when you bite the apple. This is what happens when you take on a Jalen Ramsey, a guy who is a super talented player, but a guy whose ego outmatches that talent. And a guy who can burn bridges. He burned bridges when he was in Baltimore, and that one's that's not a good one last night. Uh, and if you think it's a good one, you think it's a good play, let's just ask ourselves this. Outside of outside of the end of their previous quarterback and maybe a little bit with a running back, like generally, Sean McVay, and Ramos, you know this, he didn't say anything bad about anybody on his, on his team, no matter how poorly they played. And even the Cam Akers stuff, like we don't really know about what happened with Cam Akers, who was playing yesterday. We have no idea what happened. But he's not a guy who ever sells out guys when they don't play well. When they don't play well, generally it's, hey, that's me, I got to put him in better position. When they do play well, it's all about those players. How do you think what he just said is going to go over with the coaches today? Not well. For me, it's, yes, another Brady win, another Brady Christmas, but between letting letting them get out of bounds, giving up a game winning touchdown, and the fact that let's not let's let's not act like the defense has been great shakes all season long. The offense is not good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you Jalen Ramsey's wrong. They shouldn't have to come back on the field, but you can't say it. I think it's for media 
And for your average nightly newscast that doesn't cover sports or know, or it's all Brady. For anybody that loves and cares football, I think it's the Rams because we were waiting for them to turn around and they're in a division where it's a lot more competitive than the division the Buccaneers are in. Right, the Buccaneers winning helps them get towards the playoffs, but man, that one hurts the Rams who are buried now in third place. They are three wins, three wins behind the Seattle Seahawks. If you thought you'd be saying that one, <laughs> you should have gone to Vegas. What was the over-under on the Seahawks season right before the season? Do you, you have any idea? Was it? I, I oh. don't know. Maybe five, maybe six. Six wins. I think how, that was how impressive was their running game last night? You want to talk about a team that oh. everyone knew they had to run the football late and they did run the football like that's a team they got the ball and they're like, we're going to run it and we're going to get to Kenneth Walker. And they just had, I thought, I thought they executed really, really well late in terms of hat on hat blocking and then he's just really good. Well, they as a team actually are really good. There, yeah. There's their, their defense. They let an opening drive score. Uh, yesterday to the Cardinals and then aside from the touchdown late that pulled the Cardinals a bit closer uh, kept Cardinals off the scoreboard Cardinals had a defensive touchdown off a of Geno Smith uh, interception uh, there the Seahawks are a really solid football team and there are pieces on defense that are are, are magnificent Nwosu coming over from the Chargers has been spectacular in the young corners so He's got yeah, seven this, sacks already this year? Yeah. Yes. So, like, this Rams-Seahawks matchup, like, you're right about, like, that, like, the Rams and Seahawks have to play twice, and we know the Rams kind of had the Seahawks number, um, you know, over the last few years. So you're thinking, oh, is it going to be the same old, same old? But it's not the same old, same old Rams. Um, the reason I said the Buccaneers, to your point about the topic, was what does that game represent? Like, where's that 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 game? Now, in the, in the grand scheme of things – Whoever lost that game was obviously going to be hurt more, and and really because the Rams lost, the Buccaneers could still win their division because that division stinks so much. But I just felt the Brady story after the divorce goes public and is final to to get that second chance um, to go down and have an opportunity again from the you know six yard line and then from the one yard line after the pass interference. It was just. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a spectacular, you know, like oh my goodness, how did he do it? Because you're like, well, forty seconds, he could definitely do it. Rams playing what seemed like prevent defense didn't help, but uh, yeah, I just I think for the actual game and how it played out, because both of these teams are are who they are. You mentioned the Seahawks; they their game against the Buccaneers in Germany on Sunday is a pick 'em right now. Think of that, a pick 'em. At the start of the season, you thought it would be the Buccaneers, you know, minus 11.5 or something like that. And now it's a pick em. So both those teams aren't good. It's just the Buccaneers happen to get a win. I, I completely agree with you. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Ramos, um, what do you think about your team? Um, they did not look good, um, but they had enough to win the game. They should have won that game, and I – I was listening to the game on the way home. You know they've been outscored like seventy-eight to ten in the fourth quarter in the last in this this season. That is unbelievable. I mean, so that means that a lot of games are in the lead in the fourth quarter, and then they just don't score any points, and the other team outscores them and they lose. 
Um, so I was on my way home from a game. Lucas had a, a, a game yesterday, and I, I heard the fourth down play that stopped them, and I'm like, oh, the Rams get the ball back like a minute 45. I'm like, okay, and I just kind of tuned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tuned out of the game. Next thing I know, I hear the guy going, Brady back to pass. I'm like, Brady back to pass? Like, there's only like a minute left to go in the game. How'd they get the ball back? <laughs> I had no clue. And then he scored a touchdown. I'm like, what is going on here? Then I watched the highlights, and I saw that the Rams just went three and out. Literally ran three times into the middle of the field and had to punt. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, wouldn't you throw to, like, like your be- like Cooper Cup? Whatever. I, they could have two or three guys on Cooper Cup. Just throw him the ball. Just make him make one quick move and throw him it for, like, 10 yards, and you win the game. I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't get it. And Well, we, we should have seen a lot of this coming. Right? We should have seen it coming. And I kind of did to it. I didn't see it to this level. But it's like, look, last year, they, they, they were struggling until they added OBJ. They needed a second pass catching threat. Correct? Okay. And last year, they struggled running the football until Cam Akers got healthy and they kind of figured it out in the playoff, playoffs. So Cam Akers hadn't really been playing very much. He's in the doghouse, who knows what. And OBJ is hurt. And they didn't really replace him. Allen Robinson's been a bust. A bust, as a lot of free agents have been around around the league. And then their offensive line, I mean, you lose Andrew Whitworth. This is the same pattern as the last time they went to the Super Bowl where they had to rebuild the offensive line. It hasn't been particularly good. And then Stafford had the elbow issue. It's a real thing. Like, he has a real thing. He had elbow procedure, didn't he, during the offseason? Like, it's a real thing. So we should have seen it coming. But for whatever reason, we just, like, Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, I'm buying, and we should have sold. We should have sold. Jay Stu, was that game about Brady and the Bucks winning or about the Rams losing? Oh, I definitely think it was about the Rams losing. And and one one point that I, I feel needs to be brought up. I think the Rams on their first play, Dan, or was I it the second the play? Ball. They throw the ball. I thought they threw no, the ball. They, they, no, they they had a sweet play to Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. They and, ran and, and he stayed down play. Yeah. He stayed in balance, but he slid and he slid kind of early. He slid before the first down marker, which which kind of drew the ire on Twitter of a bunch of Rams fans, like, what the F is he doing? That that could have been the game. But, yeah, I I think for sure. It was almost like the Rams were the um, Shanho Park of, uh, of, of football yesterday. <laughs> when when Shanho served up that fastball to Cal Ripken at the All-Star game, I got the feeling the Rams just wanted to give Tom Brady one last comeback. You know, the one one last thing for us to remember. But who did you, who did you guys think going in – to that game was going to win. I had the Buccaneers. That was part of my picks. Yeah, so did I. And so, like, the Rams losing that game isn't a s- surprise to me. Um, it was the I, way they lost it, though. No, I I, I understand that. But Do you want a wager, about, Dan? Do you want, you want to put a wager down? <laughs> $1.9 billion. <laughs> uh, Are you guys buying tickets? <laughs> can I finish my point? Um, Sorry, go ahead. No. Yeah. Think, of the, think of the last week and a half for Brady. I mean, they lose on Thursday night to the Ravens. The divorce goes final. This is his first game since all of that. Um, like, I just, I don't know. It just seems like it's, I, I'm all over it. And what what did it end up? 16-13. Yeah. So it's not like it was a great classic football game. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. So... I just, I, I I don't know. I mean, like, I I just don't have the expectations for the Rams. Not that the, my expectations were high for the Bucks, but they were 
higher than the Rams going into that game. Mm. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's get back to that original question, which was which I interrupted with, but that's the ADD in me. Are you buying a a, a La Powerball ticket? One point uh, nine billion is that what you said? Yeah, I I have not bought any. I don't know. Maybe maybe I will on the way home, but I have not bought any. Well, I got to stop for smokes on the way home. So now, <laughs> yes. remember John only John only plays Powerball when it's you know in the billions. That's correct. And Are so I playing? did. I did. Yes, I went and got a a one one ticket. What one. Are your numbers? <laughs> did you pick the numbers? You let the computer? Pick no, I let the computer pick. I heard not a sure story. I, not and, sure I like that. Well, wait a minute. I heard a story uh, a long time ago that for you to change your odds of winning, you'd have to buy like eight hundred thousand dollars worth of the tickets for you to get like a point two percent up on your chance. So one ticket buying and nine hundred thousand dollar worth of tickets buying is no different. That's what I, I mean, I have to double check. But I'm pretty sure I saw a story about that. Like how many you'd have to buy to change you like one percent more of a chance of winning. So I only buy one ticket, one number, because I figure what's the difference? If I bought $800 worth, it's not going to change my percentages of winning this Powerball game. So, What about you, Jason? Are you going to buy one? Done. We've already done it. How many? And, and we went with uh, five of them. I went five times more than John did. <laughs> And he'll probably Guys, win. you got a lot better odds than John has yeah, you, to winning. It, it, now. John just you have John no just, better John odds. John basically said, <laughs> "You're an idiot for ah. what you've done." That's John called you an idiot. You know. Yep. He did. He 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 called you an idiot, and yeah. Um, I'm gonna now. Did you pick your own numbers? You at the computer. Five quick picks. Uh. Five quick picks. All right, um, we I, we, we got to we got to go to break till we till we get Ross Tucker in, right? Okay. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This is not Dire Straits. This is actually John Ramos. So talented. And angry, according to you. <laughs> you said you're angry. I was uh I was upset. Did I say I mean if I used angry, maybe there was a I was definitely upset. Well, I mean, John. You I mean, Doug, have... you're a head. You're a head coach. You said you've been passed up, but anyway, I would think you'd be like upset as well. No, I'm actually like Jeff Saturday type, right? Like I haven't coached in college, haven't coached in the pros, but if somebody wants to give me a shot at a college job, I'll do it. An interim job, I'd love to do it. Sure, why not? You said angry. If you don't believe me that you said angry, roll the tape. You have the tape. You can do all these things. Matter of fact, here's what we'll do. You go do that. I'll do this. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on the Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at the Big Green, BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty. Free home delivery. BigGreenEgg.com. You want to roll back? Do you have it? No, we need to move on to, uh, to Middlecoff. All right. John Middlecoff joins us uh, NFL analyst, host of the Three Now podcast. Immediate reaction to Jeff Saturday being the interim head coach. You know, I would imagine, like most, you just your jaw kind of drops, and then after you give yourself about ten seconds, you you know you connect the dots, and you go, "Well, it's Jim Irsay." And while Jim Jim Irsay, I think from a look standpoint, looks like he's in Robert Kraft or Jerry Jones age range, right, like seventy eight to eighty years old. He's actually in his early sixties. Uh, he's lived pretty hard and, you know, less than a decade ago, you know, had an incident where, uh, you know, he's pulled over with some pills and some cash. Safe to say, Ursay, I, I don't know, is always the most reliable individual. So to think that he did something that, I, I like, I, I get, it's kind of, I just, I, I saw the news and I worked out and I'm thinking a lot about it at the gym just because, you know, what else am I think about? And, and I go, you know, if you're Jeff Saturday, Right, this opportunity, it, it's not, it's kind of weird in the sense, not maybe you need the money, but, 
you know, how do you get respect? Like, you just come in. You're not going to know any players on the team's name besides, like, some of the starters. Like, it's, it's just – I think it's a very, very difficult situation. Maybe simply, in his mind, doing it to help a friend, and that's Jim Mercer to him. But, uh, I, like, I understand why Frank Wright got fired. Uh, Gus Bradley's on the staff. I mean, they, they have other guys who have – just a competent ability to just keep the train on the tracks till the end of the season. Like they suck. There, there is no fixing what's going on there. Their, their offense is broken. They fired the OC last week who didn't call the plays. Then they fired their head coach who is also the OC and a former quarterback and the quarterback quote unquote guy. So like this is not going to fix it. Now maybe you just want to get a familiar face in the building. That you feel good about like, I wouldn't blame Ursay for looking at his coaching staff and despising them, <laughs> so maybe he just doesn't want any of those guys to, to run the team. That, that, but to me, Jeff Saturday, yeah, I mean, like most people, a little out of left field. I don't think anything's going to change. I don't either. Um, but I, I, he, what I disagree. With, I'm guessing he does know everybody on the on the team. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing. You know, it's like it's like you and I. We actually do the job, and I think he's really. Well, good I, the job. I, I meant like you're just. There's going to be some random guys on special team. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're going to have to get to know some of the people, right? I mean, you're going to know DeForest Buckner and Quentin Nelson and the starters and Jonathan Taylor, but it's not like you're just going to have a great feel for every player. I mean, the, an NFL team is pretty big. It's practice I, I, look, guys. I, I, I agree with you. I would say uh, there's a couple things to it. One, um, Ur, if, Ursa, if old Ursay was the current Ursay, he would be in a, the same the same state as some of these guys in terms of hanging on to his team, right? For for different reasons than Snyder, different reasons than what happened in Carolina. But that guy, he had he had a wild side there. So that that part is interesting. I I agree with you on bringing that up. Um, but I would say this: like if you bring if you take anybody if you take Gus Bradley away from the defense and have him coach the team, he, the defense is going to suffer. It just is. Like, have him run his defense, let him do his thing, come in, and you know how centers are. Everybody likes centers. They're really smart, and they get along. They, they find a way to get along with quarterbacks. They get along with everybody in the offensive room, and usually the defensive linemen like them too because they're not like the most physically impressive dudes in the, in the world, right? A lot of them are kind of unimpressive, but they make up for it. They're a lot like catchers, backup quarterbacks, right? That's, that's kind of who they are. So I, I don't hate it, but I also think that like the other part is we're freaking out over an interim coach. All right, we didn't freak out over them uh, Carolina hiring Steve Wilkes that that you know clearly worked this la- that, this past weekend. Wilkes was a disaster as the head coach of the Cardinals, but he, because he had been with the Panthers before he got the head coaching job and back with him now, the loyalty he ends up getting a chance a, a kind of second sort of chance. But an interim coach is just that you're not really getting the job for for sure. I I actually don't care who the hell he gave the job to but I do think it's somewhat reflection of this organization and you know I mean they had Bill Polian and 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 Peyton Manning I I think mask a lot of things for a lot of years and Andrew Luck you know I I know Twitter thought he was overrated but let's face it that that organization was a joke you know this Ursae character I'm not saying Matt Ryan didn't deserve to be benched he was clearly shot but it clearly came from him that like it was a week removed from Matt Ryan throwing for like 400 yards and game-winning touchdown. Then all of a sudden, not just naming Ellinger the quarterback, but basically putting him on scholarship. He's going to start the rest of the year. Like any time that a head coach, like ultimately Mark Davis meets with Josh McDaniels after games. Like I honestly don't think that's that weird. Like you're the owner. If I owned a team and I was really pissed, like I can talk to my head coach. Like that's the way business works. 
Sometimes you meet with your superior. There's not always the perfect time. But when you start dictating who's playing, uh, you know, I, I just think that I, I don't know if it's a great sign for the general manager, who I, I think is pretty good. Like, uh, I would imagine it wasn't his call to bring in Jeff Saturday. It may, who knows? Maybe it was, or maybe he was on board, and maybe he just thinks that this whole coaching staff, he's going to get an opportunity to hire a new guy, and most of these guys are going to be gone. Who even cares? But it, it clearly feels like uh, they are on a rocky sea right now with the owner who can do whatever he wants at any moment, and he pays for everything, is pretty heavily involved. And that's I think, can be a little risky. Uh, help me out. Why do the Packers – how do the Packers go from winning 13 games a year to being just awful overnight? Well, we've talked about it all year, the, the receiving – you know, core stinks and their passing game is an abomination. You know, yesterday for the first time, like those picks by Aaron, he is just, you know, it, even if I wanted to give him the benefit down on the throwback play, right? He just obviously clearly underthrew it. If anything, underthrew you it. miss it. You miss but, it way but over he, the guy. He okay. underthrew on two of the two of the interceptions. He underthrew. Well, one hundred percent. So let's just let's just throw the throwback play. That's kind of a weird play. Whatever. I'll just I'll give him the. Throw that away. Not even blaming him. It's just that could happen to anybody. The ones where he's hitting guys like over the middle and the DB undercuts it, like bad quarterbacks have that interception, right? Not the one where a guy jumps an out route, but where a guy undercuts a route over the middle of the field. That is not something you ever see Aaron Rodgers do. Like that, that to me was pretty eye-opening. And does that get back to his cohesion with his receiving core? Has he lost confidence in himself? Like, is he not confident as a player right now? I, honestly, I think I kind of put him – I know Brady had the game-winning drive, but holy moly, that game was terrible too. Stafford, I don't, I don't know if he's injured. I mean, those quarterbacks, to me, all three of them, for guys that what? I know Tom doesn't make – you know, Tom kind of cooks the book, so he's not like a $45 million player. But Rodgers making 50, Stafford's making 45. You know, Brady's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, so who even knows, you know, $30 million, some money under the table. Like, they, they just look – they look bad. And I know that's like a quarterback thing around the league. All these guys are struggling. But it's weird to watch those guys, like pretty basic plays, completely miss. And to me, the Rodgers, the pick thing, it's just how often – because, you know, one thing that happens, right, is guys like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, I think, are good examples. Like they get a decent amount of picks dropped throughout the year or balls that could be picked because they take a lot of crazy chances. They heave the ball down the field. When you watch Brady and Rodgers specifically, like – Historic, you know, in the prime of their career, Brady's been like 15 years, and Rodgers feels like has been pretty consistent now for a decade. He had a couple slump years with McCarthy, but they just do not put the ball in harm's way. Maybe a one-off time, but not like that's been happening, especially with Rodgers yesterday in Detroit. I mean, Doug, I think they're done. Not only because their offense sucks, but yesterday, how many guys got injured? You know, that that was 49er like. I know Gary tore his ACL. I saw a list of like dudes in the boot after the game. Yeah, like it was yesterday was a war zone for their just some good players on their team, let alone their struggles. It's 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 really crazy how that thing has been flipped. Um, the difference, though, like one thing, like when you look at the Rams and the Packers, are a good example, right? Two teams that were viewed as kind of come be powerhouses. Packers do have a first round pick, so you know if you have a year from hell and you get the fifth overall pick, you, you do got options. Right, whether Aaron, who knows? You never know. He could demand a trade or something. But if he wants to stick it out, like you can revamp your team. Like the Rams, 
that thing's going to Detroit, right? So if they, if they have a six-win team, I mean, that 10th overall pick ain't coming their way. No. No, it, it absolutely is not. John Middlecoff's our guest here, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Were you impressed with Justin Fields running, running all, all over Miami? Well, I, you know, listen, everyone wants guys to be immediately great passers, and it's clearly a work in progress with them. But, like, once you, the game kicks off, how do you score points? How can you win the game? And I think over the last couple weeks, he has just proven to be a player that you can compete and win games with. And yesterday, like, I mean, a huge reason they were in the game was obviously with his feet. And we've seen in recent, you know, example, Lamar Jackson kind of changed the game because he dominated with his feet. Now, Lamar became a pretty consistent passer relative to what we all thought he would be. And Justin has a ways to go that way. But, like, if you're scoring above 30 points, I don't think Chicago Bears can ever complain about it. I Trevor Lawrence, it was a no-brainer, had to go one. Like, no one was debating at the time. No matter what happens, he was going one. I think we can really debate, though. Like, part of the reason these coaches get so much money, especially all these offensive head coaches now are making 10-plus. Every OC in the league is making seven figs. Quarterback coaches make huge money. Don't you want to work with a guy like Justin Fields? I mean, the size, the athleticism, the arm strength, he's tough. And maybe I'm biased. I, I, I liked him a lot as a prospect. And honestly, he's proven to be, not that I didn't think he was competitive, but you just never know, right? Some guys are just losing can wear you out. Like, I, I just think he's he's fighting, you know? And, and some guys, you know, like Zach Wilson's kind of benefiting right now. Like, his team's pretty good. Like, they, they got a lot of talent. He's not really doing anything, you know? Defense is kind of carrying them. He makes a throw here and there, but it's mainly the run game and the defense. Where Fields is playing on a crap team that if he doesn't pull things out of you-know-where, they're going to get their butt kicked. So I, 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 he's earned my respect. Uh, what do we do in Arizona where everybody got contract extensions that matter, but they're not any good? Has any team ever gone from, like, you watch them early in a game, they're completely lifeless, because they do have some talent. Then you'll look up, you're like, could they send this thing to overtime? And then all of a sudden they lose. I mean, they, they play a similar game most weeks. Usually when you come out lifeless, I'm sorry, that's a pretty big reflection of the head coach. I would say not even just your head coach, like your leader. And I know it's like, well, not every quarterback's a leader. Well, yeah, obviously quarterbacks' personalities are different. But when you're the highest paid guy on the team by a wide margin, like you, you kind of got to bring something to the table that way. And you could argue they never should have in a million years paid him that much money. That's on the Cardinals. I think we'd all agree. But – I would imagine Cliff would be in some trouble. Like, ultimately, doesn't you know impact the salary cap, but you know you never know. Like, let's let's face it. Historically, beside a little Bruce Arians, Carson Palmer, and Kurt Warner moment, the Arizona Cardinals have been pretty crappy. You know, so this in our lifetimes, wouldn't you say this feels more Cardinals than it does like some of the good moments? Correct. Now, the only question is he is invested into a lot of players. They do have talent. That's the thing. It's not. I think a lot of, like, when I was a kid, a lot of the Cardinals team sucked. Like, it was like, yes. God, these players are awful. You watch them, they have a lot of players on, on their team that would play all over the league. But if you're quarterback, it's weird, right? He's not like a bust. He, he's not like some – but he's a disappointment. But you watch him, you go, he's really talented. But, you know, for me, it's like I would never want him as my quarterback. So when you sign up for that, it's just going to be impossible to sustain winning. And then I think we have to question, like, the Kingsbury, 
His offense is soft. I think his personality can be a little soft in terms of like the accountability he holds on the players. And, and they're just – I think the Rams and the Cardinals play this week. So, uh, loser of that game, you know, their, their season, that's, that's sayonara. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. It does feel like it's, it's fading away. John Middlecoff's our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, uh, Malik Willis, I, I mean, not ready. I, I, I guess it's hard. I don't know who he's supposed to throw to, but gosh, he looks so uncomfortable and inaccurate back there. I wouldn't let him throw. I feel like of all of my takeaways last night, I came away with more respect for Vrabel and thinking Tannehill has got nothing to get his panties in a wad about. Um, his job is safe for now. Yeah, he, he, he hit a couple guys, I guess, were catchable balls. But, yeah, he was viewed, I mean, as a major, major project. You know, this is like ideally you wouldn't want that guy ever starting a game as a rookie. And when you get thrown in, like the, he does have some positives, right? He's definitely physically tough. He can scramble around. He's got a good arm. It's like the poor man's version of like what Justin Fields was a year ago. It's now can you mold this, and it's going to take some time. And it's impossible to mold it when, you know, A.J. Brown ain't walking through that door, right? Frank Wycheck ain't the tight. Like, they're, they're offensive weapons. But so when you're not ready and you're not an accurate guy right now, it's going to be very, very hard. I mean, he's throwing to guys, honestly. I mean, I do this for a living. I, I don't know who some of these players are. And obviously when they made the trade, I mean, anytime you make a trade in the top 20 with your star wide receiver, it's not, it's not like they thought A.J. was going to suck. It was a financial decision uh, that they've proven to be a pretty high-level organization. It was a tough decision, and they made it for Traylon Burks, the, the Arkansas guy, who was also somewhat like was going to take a little time, and then he got hurt. So like, not only do they, are they missing A.J. Brown, they're missing the guy that quote-unquote replaced that slot. So – it's tough to watch. I have so much respect that they just are able to compete. I mean, that defensive line, the way they play, you know, it feels like they're going to cruise to the playoffs. And, you know, they should probably be a one-and-done team. But, you know, I think Vrabel is really kind of – I thought that was one of the most impressive losses of the season. Like, you just went away going, like, I'd want that guy. I'd want that – who people running that organization, like, they know what they're doing. So I, I said the same thing about watching Seattle yesterday. It's like – Pretty pretty good year for John and Pete. Uh, last thing, we got to go real quick. Um, Baltimore's got everybody banged up. Can they win tonight in New Orleans? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the Saints sucked, and then all of a sudden they come back last week and you know prove that they haven't quit on their you know this new coach. So, yeah, yeah to me, this game is kind of a coin flip. You no know Mark Andrews, right? The, the the wide receiver they drafted out for the season. You know, Baltimore's been hanging on for dear life with those guys. So, yeah, if the Andy Dalton just plays somewhat under control, Taysom Hill's running around, Dennis Allen dialing up some defense, you don't sleep on the Saints. John, great stuff, man. Look forward to the next pod. Appreciate you joining us. Later, Doug. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.